This episode of the Grown Up Girls Report is brought to you by McAfee, the world's leading cybersecurity company. Now, some of you may know that in my other life, I am McAfee's Cyber Mum, which means my job is to help families stay on top of the latest developments in the online world. We all know being a digital parent is a really tough gig. It can often feel completely overwhelming trying to stay ahead of the latest apps, games and risks. Well, here's some good news. If you want to ensure your family has Rolls-Royce level protection across all their devices, then listen up because McAfee is giving away 20 12-month subscriptions of its premium protection security software called LiveSafe to listeners of this podcast. Simply be one of the first 20 listeners to message me at my Cybermum AU Facebook page and you can score McAfee's award-winning software worth nearly $150. How good is that? Good luck. Welcome to the Grown Up Girls Report. I'm Alex Merton-McCann. Well, we are right into 2020 now. It's almost halfway through Jan. And if you decided that 2020 was the time for you to reevaluate your diet and your approach to health and well-being, well, today's episode could be right down your alley. Because today we're going to be talking about the plant-based diet. Now, you may remember at the end of 2019, Netflix released a documentary called The Game Changers, which was a massive sensation. Everywhere I went, people were relaying stories about how a plant-based diet helped them reduce pain in their knee, provided great benefits to their mental health, and it also helped them lose weight. So I thought this really piqued my interest. I thought we need to break this down and workshop it. So I have an expert today to help us do just that. And that is Petra Hoyunga, who is a nutritional medicine practitioner. So Petra is going to help us break it down, work out whether we really need to be paying attention and, and also give us some tips on how we can actually make this work within the context of a busy family. Because to be honest, that's where I get lost. So whether you're power walking, relaxing on the couch, doing the groceries or just simply having a moment, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed chatting to Petra. I'm delighted to introduce you to a very good friend of mine today, Petra Hoyenga. Now, Petra is a nutritional medicine practitioner and Petra and I are again part of each other's village. So our kids have gone to school together and our lives have overlapped both here and overseas. And, um, and I thought Petra would be a great person for us to get to know and have on our tribe because Petra is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to food and using food as medicine, which I think is what we, you know, going forward, I think is such a wonderful way of trying to, to, to heal ourselves and, and address issues. And the reason why I want to have Petra here today and the reason why she is here today is because we're going to be talking about that Netflix documentary that is taking the world by storm called Game Changers. Now, for those of you who haven't seen it, Game Changers is a documentary put together by um, uh, an English man who is a martial arts trainer and kickbox fighter. And basically, it's all about the plant-based diet, the benefits of a plant-based diet and how it can reduce inflammation in the body and how it can heal you. And he has a couple of different case studies that he weaves throughout the documentary that, to be honest, are incredibly compelling. Um, and uh, athletes involved and firefighters and the benefits on their health is, is quite incredible. But, you know, is this just a fad or is this something that we really need to really pay close attention to? So, 
Petra is the lady for the job. So she is here today to talk to us about that. So welcome Petra to the podcast. Thank you very much, Alec. It's a pleasure to be here today oh, with you. So lovely to have you. And one of the reasons why Petra is here today is um, I've got a very messy situation here in my uh, little home-based study, and Petra doesn't mind. So no, same with my place. Yes, good. Like, it is a mess. It is a mess, listeners, I can't begin to tell you, but we're just keeping our eyes up and we've put our rose-coloured glasses on, and it does not matter a bit. So thanks. that's why Petra's here, because she doesn't mind. So it is all good. So before we delve into plant-based diets and the game changers, can you tell me a little bit about your journey to becoming a nutritional medicine practitioner? Because I love the stories of women in their midlife, because we are all in our midlife, who have decided to do something a little bit different because of a journey they've been on and they're, they're, they're really sort of uh, working and, and living their passion. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Yes, thanks, Alex. Yeah, it, it was one of those moments, and, and you allude to that in, in many of your other talks, one of those curveballs mm-hmm. that gets thrown to you by life. Absolutely. And that you're completely unprepared for. So, and I almost feel like I've lived a few different lives already in my lifetime because if I look at the person I was in my 20s, you know, I was this highly ambitious, you know, high achiever, business graduate, and I was just going for it. And I was working hard and I was working for multinational companies as, you know, business development executive Mm -hmm. in, in many different countries. And, you know, that was just my, my way of life and my lifestyle. And then, you know, I, I met the man of my dreams. Oh, lovely. Australian. Yes, right. And you were great. Because so, I came from overseas. Of course. So, you know, I, I came here and then, you know, that started. And it's like a new adventure starts in your life. So uh, a relationship and we were very happy to, to start a family together. So I embarked on that journey with, you know, a lot of, passion and you know excitement about the future of course and then our first child was born and we knew pretty much from the start that something wasn't quite right um but we couldn't put our finger on it and so we went through a whole process with the pediatrician and lots of testing and it was almost a year later when through dna testing we found out that she had a, a a rare genetic DNA mutation. Okay. It's called a rare chromosomal abnormality. Right. Now, I remember really clearly the day in hospital. So we we got the call from the geneticist and he said, well, you've got to come in and we need to talk about this. And, um, you know, whilst on one level, you know, we were just prepared to hear and to just accept things for for what they were because that meant then you've got information. Of course, yes. There was one thing he said to me that really stuck with me at the time and he said, it's genetic, there's nothing you can do about it. And, you know... (laughs) Oh, I know. You and I have similar wiring. When someone says something like that to you... It's like putting a red flag to a bull. It's like... Mm -hmm. Nobody tells me I cannot Certainly. do anything about it. So, you know, from then on, that really sparked my, you know, my interest to figure out, mm. well, what is it that I could then possibly do as a parent, yes. as a mother? Yes. What was in my field of capability? I mean, when you're in that situation, you're so much at the mercy of health professionals. Of course. And really, that was a new world for me because prior to that, I'd always been a natural girl. Like, I'd always been focusing on pretty much healthy food, 
practicing yoga, meditation, you know, it's been one of the things that kept me healthy and balanced through throughout my life. But mm-hmm. when you have a child mm-hmm. and you have these issues, it, it takes on a whole new, you know, you've got, you've got to step out of yourself and you've got to consider the needs of your child. So whatever guidelines <coughs> and textbook you have to for yourself, for yourself personally, it just doesn't run the same for your children. You've got to, again, make the context bigger and look at all the options. So, you know, very grateful for all the support from the medical profession. But at the same time, I thought, what is it that I can do from home, apart from providing a loving home? Sure, yeah. And that's where, you know, my interest in food, in nutrition, just took on a different... Of course, yes. ...dimension. Yes, of course. And then when I learned about epigenetics and and that's really a new field of science where you know where you look at the genetic makeup and that you can turn on cells and turn off or turn on genes and turn off genes purely by the environmental uh, you know the environment you create with food but also with love and with thought forms and it takes another whole holistic dimension So that was the seed that was planted and sure. I was doing this at home and, you know, we had two more beautiful children. Yes, yes, lovely, gorgeous. <laughs> so really that phase of my life, it, it, and it became quite inward because I'd stopped working out, you know, with, with the multinational company that yes. I was working for. I became a full-time parent and then part-time supporting my husband in the business. Right. And then I found myself at this point, and I think I was 38, it's about 10 years ago. Yes. So that was just after the birth of, of our third child. And I, I looked at myself and I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm so, my world has become so small. Like I'm here, I'm here with my kids, I'm supporting my husband. And I really had this sense that everything was caving in on me and I also had the sense that I wasn't doing a great job I think you know as a parent and as a mother you you're always so much more aware of the things you're not doing perfectly aren't we it is not doing right we're so hard on ourselves we're just the worst oh my gosh we are and and I thought look I've really got to shake myself up and do something radical in a way just to get myself out of this rut because mm. I, I felt I was sort of really stuck there for yeah. a while and it was time for you it was time for you to reclaim your identity <sighs> you know and have your completely. own story completely because yeah, it was all what you know who am I, like, I know. all I was was I in relation to how I was supporting my kids and totally. my husband yeah and I had lost sense of you know my own spark of course. And, and also that person that I used to be yes where's she gone that didn't resonate, but it didn't fully resonate anymore because in that journey, I discovered so much more about myself as well. So it's like this whole new growth yes, about connection, about family, about, you know, togetherness and, and serving others. And that, you know, that was there. So yes, I get it. I had to reinvent myself. Yep. So I thought, look, I've got to find a pathway of doing something that I'm passionate about, but also doing that in a greater sense. So it's beyond my family. It's something that can I, I help I can help others with. And that's really when I thought, look, I've really, in the last few years, what have I been doing? I've been focusing on health. I've been focusing on nutrition. So why not mm, get mm. the qualifications yes. so that I can then 
be qualified to help other people. And really that's that's how it happened. So I, I did the studies and then very soon after my studies, I opened my first practice in Sydney. We then moved overseas, opened another practice Right, there, good, yep. And we've come back. So I'm here now, you know, practicing again. And it's wonderful. So it's wonderful to sort of grab all these parts of yourself and then put them together and have like a, a destination. Yes. Because I think this age, you know, we're all sort of, well, you know, not all, but definitely me, I'm approaching my 50s. Oh, well, you and I are exactly the same age, you know, Petra. And, and yes. And society has this, you know, it's almost this, this thing about, well, you know, you sort of have a relevance in society up mm. until that point, but really from menopause onwards, you know. Mm. Why it's all here? downhill, you really. It's all downhill. Jump on the couch and put your so elasticized pants to, on. I want to reframe that. You know, this is going to be our golden age. Oh, it is. And it's oh, it just is. bringing all those aspects of ourselves together in a whole new way and sharing that with the world. And, you know, when I heard about your, you know, your, your plan of, of creating this tribe, it's just so aligned with what I'm doing as well because mm. it's all about empowering women because women are also the key to the health of their families essential essential we are we are the foundation for so many different aspects exactly. of our families and if, if we are not on track and we don't understand our families haven't got a hope you know exactly. it's very very important very important Absolutely. oh petra that is that is a wonderful wonderful story and i know that you know that has that period of time was very challenging and i know that you know we've been through similar different different challenges but equally as 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 draining and and but yet wonderful as well because there is a silver lining to these hard times and um and i know that when we were in the depths of them um, with my two boys being unwell that you know sometimes it was hard when things were bad to really appreciate the silver lining but now that we're over that I look back and I think it was such a gift yes. because it gave me such incredible clarity and gave me a purpose and a destiny which I didn't have before and like you in my 20s and even 30s I, I, I feel like, like like you, I have lived lots of different lives within the one. I had a very different thing going on then, you know, different priorities and and uh, different di di different areas of focus. But, um, you know, so I think you've done such a beautiful job of, of taking that and turning it into a positive. And now you have got this wonderful ability to help others yes. by virtue of your experience and your training. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And great, you're back in Sydney. We're yes. so thrilled to have you back. So good. That's so great. That's so great great that's so great okay so let's talk about the game changers documentary i looked at it again yesterday and i almost feel like i when i watch it that i my heart starts to pound louder and louder as i get to the end of the documentary and i've never really been a plant-based fan or it's not something i've sort of thought we well, had a few vegetarian friends and that's lovely but it's never really been on my radar but after watching this um i am I am pretty committed to be to be getting involved, and I'm thinking post Christmas when I've had all the all, all the good times have come to a little bit of a, a standstill. I'm going to get involved in them. So let's start with what does plant based really mean? Is it just being vegetarian or not having meat and having extra veg, or is it being a vegan? How do we define that? I think the way to look at it is, and particularly if you talk about the plant-based as it's purported and, and shown in the game changes, mm -hmm. the perspective is from health. So it's a starting point is how can I be a healthy person? 
And then how can the benefits of being healthy flow on to the wider community? Right. So if you look at plant-based, you know, there are so many benefits in terms of health, in terms of the nutrition you're going to get from a plant-based diet. But it's not just on an individual level. It then has a flow-on effect on society and the world as well. I mean, we're not having a conversation here about climate change, but, you know, oh. there's all of that connected Incredible. with Incredible. So... That is from the plant-based perspective, and it very much specifically talks about diet in this documentary. It does. When you look at vegan, vegan comes from the perspective of no cruelty to animals. Right. So that is the starting point. So from a vegan perspective, that includes not the killing of animals, okay. but also not the using of animals for their produce uh, you know it's it's animal suppression in any way so right. veganism is very much a lifestyle and it's not just the diet so vegans will not eat meat or meat-based products they will also not eat uh, products from animals mm -hmm. like milk and cheese and yogurt yep. and honey eggs yes and eggs yeah so but true vegans will also not wear leather. That's right, of course. It's a, it's a full lifestyle a full commitment, lifestyle. isn't it? Yeah, sure. And true vegans will also look at cosmetic products of and course. say, well, has this been tested on animals yes. or not? So I think what the Game Changer has done very beautifully is just take that aspect of diet because I think that is an easier starting point for people. It's a lot more approachable. Yes. Whereas veganism is a very dedicated lifestyle and I have, you know, total respect for people who who have that lifestyle and it comes from a very pure place, but it extends beyond diet and it goes quite far. Um, vegetarians mm. are sort of in between. Okay. Because vegetarians will not kill food. So again, that principle of no harm to animals. Right. But they're quite happy to eat the produce of animals okay so they can use wool uh you know they will drink milk uh, yogurt yes. eggs honey cheese yes cheese. That's good a, okay, part of a vegetarian diet. okay so they're sort of the the key distinction okay but yeah i think what the game changer has done really well is to come from that perspective of health and from that perspective of Food. Right. I understand. I understand. So I know that in a couple of the different scenarios where they've got people preparing food, sometimes I did notice and I was quite excited to see that there was a little bit of cheese and a couple of the different um, the meals. I think there's a football team, uh, an NFL team towards the end of the documentary where one of the wives is wanting, hoping to try and help them win their grand final. And um, and so she prepares meals and she does use cheese. So I suppose we, if we think about it, because one of my issues with this is that it's such a big, if I'm going from a normal diet and I really want to do plant-based being a vegetarian is a bit of an easier way in isn't it because I can still I can still obviously Absolutely. have the cheese and the eggs and look, the milk look I think the lady was actually using like a cashew base oh was she okay cheese. so even for vegans there are lots of options and alternatives right I'm with you the, the thing is when you are embarking on something, you know, more plants and more greens are beneficial for everyone. Sure. And I see that in my practice every, you know, every time I have clients mm. and I always advise them to improve and increase the amount of greens in their diet. And then I'm talking about vegetables, leafy greens, add more salads. 
and that is even without saying completely oh don't you know don't have the meat it's it's purely adding more of right. the good stuff yeah and even by doing that you get the health benefits okay okay so it's hard for people to make a complete oh. swap over because you know you've you've suddenly got to look differently at what you're shopping for. Uh, you've you've got to learn a new mm. skill. I agree. It's a completely new skill. Absolutely. And then you might be the person that wants to do it, but if you have a family, you know they're all going to say, "Well, where is my you know where's where are the sausages? Or where yeah. are the sausages? Or you know what's going on, Mum? Exactly. So it's it's really about taking it step by step. And introducing more of the good stuff. I understand. Stuff. I understand. You, when we were talking about this last week, you you made a comment that just stuck with me, and I think it was try and crowd out your diet with vegetables, with yes. greens, with plant based food, Absolutely. and sort of crowd. So and so crowd. Sorry, sorry. Was it crowd out? Crowd. Yeah, it's crowd out. out. Yeah. So when you when you you approach it from a, a perspective of oh, I can't have this, I can't, you know, I can't have meat, I can't have cheese, I can't have that. It's a very sort of, you know, lacking perspective and it, it makes you miss things and it, it focuses on what you're missing mm-hmm. out on. Mm-hmm. So rather than doing that, you look at what can I add that adds health? Great. And what can I add that adds more vitamins and sure. more life to my, you know, to my day? So look at your breakfast. What are you having right now? How can you make that more alive with vegetables, with fruits, with some seeds? So add more life to your daily meals. Great. And that is already, you know, a really good thing. So by and that means crowding out. Of so course. You add more stuff and then you start to enjoy more of these mm. greens and then you actually feel like less having less rice, having yes. less, you know, having less meat. meat. Yeah. It, it does not become a slog. No, I like that. It's a bit more effort. It's a much better mindset, I think. Oh, much better mindset, much better mindset. So do you think this is another fad or do you think this really, I mean, actually, I think I already know the answer to this. Does this really have merit or is oh, this another it fad? It completely has merit. Okay. And I, I would not even call it a diet. Okay. It's really about a lifestyle. And I think you know, the science is indicating as well that what we need is more plant-based foods. Mm. But if you look at how society has developed over the last, you know, 50 to 70 years, you know, we've had all this sort of mass manufacturing, fast-moving consumer goods. Mm. That's really only a recent development if you look at it. Before that, you know, we were eating whole foods yes yes and we've gone along with this movement and it's been convenient and we've sort of lost track of health sure so convenience has become a point but we've lost a little bit of track of health so now it's time to bring it back to actual health right what we need so okay. I, I, it, it is a lifestyle okay um you don't have to make it completely exclusive okay. of animal products you know i think the key thing is to not get dogmatic about right things. okay keep it real keep do it what real. you can keep it real, yeah. and you will find that it's a journey you know yeah. you take the first step forward and then it's easier to take the next one and the next yeah, one course. um yeah if you go to the extreme you know for some people it works and if you look at something you know like the game changer mm. They're athletes. <laughs> you know, what do they already have in their mindset and personality? Exactly. They've got masses of discipline. Incredible so discipline. Have, and the reality for most of us is that we, 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 we juggle life. Like we have jobs, yeah. we have kids, we have time constraints. So 
the key thing is to do what you can do yes. to increase health. Yes. And, you know, to add more vegetables. And yes. To add more fruits and to, to make it healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And crowding out is, is crowding out. a key principle. Very good. One thing that really got me about um, the game changes, and it's pretty early on, was the part where they actually, some archaeologists looked at the bones of Roman gladiators and actually analyzed them and found that they were very high, very high bone mineral density and they had very high strontin levels, which indicated that they were predominantly vegetarian. And then the documentary goes into a lot of detail about how, you know, there is this perception that's a little bit distorted about how we think that when cavemen used to eat, it was all meat, you know, meat and, and some plants. But in reality, that has actually been a bit of a historical myth that's actually gone astray. And we really were predominantly plant-based with the odd bit of meat. Yes. And um, then they have all these different theories about why that's gone pear-shaped and different German philosophers and, you know, the power of the meat and livestock industry and how it's got into our sort of, you know, our, our, our conscience and 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 re-educated us. So, so it's interesting when you look bare basics, back in Roman gladiator times, we were predominantly eating meat. Yeah. From, sorry, <laughs> predominantly eating plant-based. So I just thought that was really interesting, actually. Really interesting. Yes. Really interesting. Really interesting. Um, okay. So I think from my perspective, um, one thing that really resonates with me is the fact that eating plant-based can reduce inflammation in your body. Now, for those people listening who may have had or experienced or know of people who've been going through chronic disease, inflammation is a bit of a bit of a buzz term. It's a bit of a marker for how you are, your trajectory and how well, quickly you can recover. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yes, look, if you look at inflammation, really just need to take a few steps back sure. and, and actually look at the amazing thing that a human body is. Because essentially, you know, you are a walking ecosystem. So you've got, you know, 10 millions of cells mm -hmm. and for every cell you've also got microbes. Right. And you are an organism that is a biological system you know, so you, you're a biological system, which means you're connected to the earth. Right. And really for that system to survive and thrive, you need nutrients. Right. Now, and those nutrients, they are the carbohydrates, they are the essential fatty acids, they are the proteins, the different amino acids, the vitamins, the minerals, the enzymes, the fiber, you know, all of that is what is actually life-giving. Okay. And what we do, to get those nutrients, yeah, we're not a tree. No a tree <laughs> can do bio, you know, photosynthesis. Yes. But we actually need to eat. So you go back to what is the purpose of eating foods? It's actually to assimilate the essential nutrients. Right, into of course, our of course. Body. Yes. And it's very logical when you think of that. But most of the time when we put something in our mouth, we're actually not thinking about mm, nutrients. Mm. And that is, you know, that is that's one of the key factors in this increase in inflammation and in disease because okay. we're consuming so many things that the body actually doesn't need right you know, we're consuming foods that have additives in them we've got you know there, there's food too much protein and too much animal protein can also cause inflammation so we're actually over consuming right on one hand yes and then we're also consuming a lot of packaged foods sure the wrong stuff the wrong stuff yeah okay so that's a big key factor to inflammation now inflammation in itself is a important part of our defense system 
because inflammation is the immune system alerting you to, hey, hang on a second, something's wrong. It's like the bell's going off. So it means that if there's an invader, an intruder, you know, in the case of a virus, you know, that's the kind of response you want. You want those white blood cells, you want those factors to go there and fight this virus and get rid of it so your body can be free from disease. Right. So it's a natural function of the immune system to try and regulate this with inflammation. So if there's bad stuff coming in, react, get rid of it. Okay. So what's happened is that with our diet and the choices we're making, we're actually polluting in a way our body. Right. We're also not always getting the right nutrients that we need. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of people will eat just to feel satisfied. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even a plant-based diet, you can feel very satisfied with a sandwich with peanut butter and, you know, it fills you up. It's sure. plant-based. But unless you also add all the vegetables and the fruits, you're not going to get that richness and diversity of nutrients that your body really needs on a cellular level to complete all those tasks. Okay. So it's a combination of the nutrient deficiencies by not eating a full spectrum of nutrients from different foods. Right. And it's also the overload and the overconsumption of, you know, of things that we really, you know, don't need too much of. Yeah, no, sure, sure, sure. So so in the case of someone who is chronically unwell that perhaps has heightened levels of inflammation yes. as a, as a byproduct of their disease, yes. um plant-based diets can actually be quite powerful at trying to reduce that inflammation and Absolutely. reduce their symptoms. And I know they talk in, the, in Game Changers about people who have asthma. They talk a lot about cardiovascular disease. Yes, absolutely. Diabetes, um, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, ulcerative. High blood pressure. High blood pressure. And look, I've, you know, I've had examples. Mm. And, and the, the key thing is if you do have a chronic disease, do this together with someone. Of course. You know, that, that's, yes. That's the, that's the main thing. Yes. You know, I've assisted like one of my clients and she was, uh, she was a high blood pressure patient. She was on medication. So I helped her with her diet. And, you know, I never say don't take your medication. It, you need to have an integrative approach. A hundred percent. Yes. But there was a point she said she was getting, you know, she was, she was going up somewhere and she was almost fainting. <gasps> so her blood pressure had dropped okay so her blood pressure had dropped sufficiently as a result of all the nutritional dietary changes so she could actually go back to her doctor and get measured and reduce her medication how good is that and that is really you know that's the kind of outcome that you want mm. you know, i had one man he came in on crutches he had gout right so what is like, gout Scout. Gout is it's basically when you have a high concentration of uric acid in your system. Right. And, you know, that can be alcohol-induced, but it can also not be. So sure. In some cases, it's the oxalates in you know, food so that are hard to process for your body. So that, you know, you get the uric acids and they're like little crystals. Okay. That gather in joints and particularly the joints of the big toe and the feet. So that's where you can get inflammation and redness, and it's very painful. Very painful. I know it's very, very painful. You just didn't know what it was. Okay, right. So this man came in on crutches oh. and he said, Look, my daughter sent me to you. My bossy daughter. <laughs> I know. I've already, you know, I've seen the specialist, and you know, I said, I'm a bit freaked out because he's told me I need to go on this medication for the rest of my life. 
and uh, it has all these side effects and it can be bad for my kidneys and my liver mm. and I'm, I'm nervous about it. As he should be. As he should be. Yeah. Um, but that was the medical method and model of dealing with that particular problem, okay? And, and, and that's it. Medically trained people have a way of, of dealing with things mm. and it's, it's mostly, you know, focus on pharma, you know, pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, of course. And that is their handbook mm. book of, of treating with things. But from a natural perspective, there's so much you can so do. So much you can do. So basically, you know, we were sitting there and it was not even a matter of getting all the meat out of the diet. It was purely looking at, well, what are you eating right now? Mm -hmm. And how can we improve this and by adding a lot of green smoothies uh you know celery juice in particular oh i love celery juice good. petra so it's it's increasing so we just put a plan together and he came back you know two three weeks later and he could actually just walk into the room oh my gosh and he said i cannot believe you know that that this is what's happened and it's food and why doesn't anyone talk about this it's just incredible isn't it because the power of food and healthy nutrition it's so powerful mm, mm. It, it is just incredible Absolutely. and it blows me away and you know every time I, I i have that experience with my clients i'm like i've got to tell the world Absolutely. So, yeah good so this documentary the game changers i just think it's fabulous because what it does it puts it into mainstream consciousness yes you know the health benefits of plant foods and people just need to do more of it and integrate yeah. it within their lifestyle. Yeah. Diets. Well, it is definitely caused a buzz because the last couple of weeks when I've been out and about and particularly in my cyber mum role, I've been at Channel 7 and Channel 9 and I can tell you in the talk of the makeup rooms at Channel 7 and Channel 9 was all about the game changers, all about plant-based diets and these are, you know, celebrities on television talking about what they're doing and what they're thinking about it. So there is a lot of buzz. So I think it's it's pretty exciting, pretty exciting. So if I just put my mother hat on and, you know, I would love to think in January when all the partying's over, we're going to do this pretty seriously at our house. But I know there's going to be pushback, going to be pushback. But one of the things I worry about is the protein. So do you think I will be able to design a program where my kids can get enough protein just eating plants? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. And I think the Game Changers dispels that myth about not getting enough protein very well particularly with all, you know, with all the, oh, those, enormous, <laughs> with those enormous men with I the know. muscles, the firefighters. Yes. And, you know, the other thing, and I think that's the, the thing to get the men on board, is to talk about sex and to talk about their penises. That was hilarious. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know if, if there is any argument yeah. to help get men on board yeah. in terms of plant protein. So I think they've done it so Oh, they have tapping into that. We need to get the YouTube clip just for that proponent, just for that proportion okay. of the documentary. But, but when you go back to to proteins and what are proteins? Mm. Well, well, proteins. You, you need to imagine a protein is like a string of beads. Okay. And every bead on the string is an amino acid. Okay. So amino acids are important for human health. And they're particularly important for regeneration of cells, you know, muscle growth. You know, it's it's really a, a key component of our health. Now, there's 20 amino acids. Nine of these are essential amino acids. Right. And what that means is that you need to get them in through your food. Right. So you have to eat those nine essential amino acids mm -hmm. 
in your diet because the others can all be made by your body itself. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So you said you just focus on that nine. So then, well, no, you want to have a full spectrum. Sure. But the nine are essential. So you need to get those nine from your diet. Right. Now, the, the thing is, meat animal-based products have all these nine essential amino acids in one piece of food so you eat a piece of chicken you'll get the nine yeah okay and the eggs and the beef and the yogurt it's all there the only plant-based food that has all the nine essential amino acids in it is soy right so soybeans and okay. that's why you see yes. all these you know vegetarian products the soy the tofu yes so many options because they're all there together in that i didn't product. realize that petra yeah. that's great know-how okay however it's a bit of a myth that you need to have all nine in the one piece of food okay we don't just eat one piece no we don't do we actually have a full spectrum of you know of grains and pulses and vegetables so in the span of a day you will eat all these nine essential amino acids from different foods right so you will get your proteins and protein deficiency is not is not something that you know in our western world is something that we need to worry about because we're very affluent and we're probably more at risk of eating too much protein too much yes rather than too less okay so the only health considerations when it comes to a vegan diet are probably some of the other nutrients you need to be aware of like iron and vitamin b12 yes b12 is a big one isn't it essential fatty acids so and and that's probably where in in the game changes you know that it's always the case with you look at the science and a bit of the cherry picking and what is being presented sure. so there's a bigger picture to that as well yeah sure so obviously you can find iron in plant-based foods but it's not as bioavailable, as readily absorbable as the iron would be from a piece of red meat, for instance. Right. Okay, so you can more easily get the iron from a piece of red meat than from the plants. Now, that is, you know, that's a perspective you just need to take into consideration. It doesn't mean, you know, you have to eat red meat because there's other, lots of other inflammatory factors. Indeed, yes, meat. of course, yeah. So it's all about, you know, weighing these things up. But when you have a plant-based diet, it's about doing it consciously. Right. So the focus is on the actual nutrients. Sure. And making sure that you get those nutrients. And if you don't get them all from plant-based food, then add some other things or add some supplements yes. to supplement yes. yourself. So the key thing is the nutrients and making sure you, your body gets what it needs to yeah. be healthy and vital. Okay. Because I did think they did make the comment in the documentary that we don't, humans don't naturally make B12. That's and right. whether you have a meat-based diet or, or a plant-based diet, you actually yes. just need to supplement that. So so it's a good thing to, um, yeah. to supplement. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay, so what really got me, my, my favourite part of the whole uh, documentary was a comment towards the end by um, an American doctor that said that people who eat a diet high in animal protein, and I'm going to say it very slowly because it just really got me, have a 75% increased chance of premature death from all causes and a 400 to 500% increased risk of cancer, including prostate, breast and colon plus an increased risk of type 2 diabetes yes. i was blown away by that petra I, I i thought i just wanted to do, jump up and you know jump in the air and fist pump and go i'm signing up now because yes. that is so compelling you know if you look at you know that i was just blown blown away by that okay so 
can you let's just break this down because I think for me it's a little bit overwhelming thinking how I'm going to make this happen in my family in January so could you run me through a couple of things that I could do to maybe transition into that and then can we talk about what a day of plant-based eating might look like so what are are a couple of transition steps I could take well look at the meals that you have at the moment right so what would you have for breakfast okay well if we're all look we're a little bit disorganized and spontaneous in this house and it's all random but there would be some members of the family that would have toast that would be some that would have leftovers from the night before and then there are others that don't have breakfast so yes so that's what breakfast looks like in our house exactly so you know you could do something like um adding some peanut butter to that toast. Yep, good idea. So, you know, yep. That's another source of protein. Uh, you can prepare a green smoothie. Green, of course, yeah. chia seeds in there. Yep. Uh, you know, you can get hemp protein. Yes. So that's another way to add a bit more plant-based protein, but also to add more of those greens. Okay. And those, you know, fruits in your day already early in the morning. Right. Because uh, I think one of the one of the, the things that I've seen a lot is that a lot of people don't actually get to their vegetables and their salads until dinner time. Oh, well, that was my next point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, so the, the more you can sort of bring things into the morning. That's a good idea. At, okay, what healthy proteins, what can I do? vegetables make a make a good green smoothie mm. you know, lots of spinach leaves mm. add some banana some other seasonal fruits yep beautiful mangoes at the moment yes and add a bit of that hemp protein or some chia seeds and just have that'd be delicious smoothie. actually That's actually really yeah delicious. it would be it would be so that is one thing that you can do for breakfast okay so okay very good thinking green and protein breakfast time because that's then your first tick of the day good stuff and <laughs> and the thing about breakfast or, or actually about plant-based diets is that there's they're not saying no to carbs so no, you, no, so no. if you have really good quality breads that are high Absolutely. in grains and seeds bring that on like get involved yes good yeah. which is really good because yeah. if we had to eliminate that that would be a disaster okay yes. but let's talk about lunch boxes yes. so trying to feed kids that are at school what what could i do there look one thing that I often do is use dinner leftovers yes. for lunch boxes. Yes, good idea. So just mentally, you've got to step away from the the sandwich. Okay. You know that uh, that can be very limiting. So salads, and you've made a beautiful. We're going to talk about today. that in We're about three minutes. About yeah, that. absolutely. But, you know, that is the kind of thing. So I often use quinoa as a base. Yes. And then I'll put in lots of different chopped herbs. You know some. I've got parsley and mint in the garden. And yep. I'll add a bit of tomato and cucumber or some corn, maybe some black beans. Mm, oh, they're good. Other times chickpeas. And, you know, you just make a lovely salad with some lemon juice, uh, you know, a bit of salt and pepper. So it's pretty simple and it's easy to make. Very easy. And it's a perfect lunch. Okay. And the kids actually love scooping it up and eating it and it's very satisfying. It's great. So you can do that the night before, divvy it up into containers so you can give that to little Johnny for lunch, perhaps with the normal things like the banana and maybe some watermelon. Um, and is there any other lunch boxy, boxy like recess style snacks that we could chuck in there? Hummus. Hummus is great, you know, of course. And, and yeah, of course. So, you know, the, the pretty standard. Yep. I, I think my son said, oh, mum, you've given me so much celery when I was little. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've got PTSD <laughs> from celery. But, you know, okay. The, yeah, yep. Just the, the veggie sticks. Okay. The little, you know, the little tomatoes and have a bit of hummus with that, sort of the dippy stuff. 
the kids like uh, you know the sliced yep. fruit or just a whole piece of fruit you know if you want to take it to the next level mm. uh, you know you can make sushi rolls with quinoa now that's an idea yeah. wow that's great <laughs> and your kids like that yeah, they do. That's great. They do. And I often use that because I, when I make quinoa, I just mm. make a really big pot. Sure. So I always have some for the next few days. And yes. then sometimes I think, oh, my God, what am I going to do for lunch today? Yeah. And I have that quinoa. got some avocados, yeah. cucumber. So I literally, I just make a sushi roll with avocado and cucumber and, you know, I whatever that's I can great. find with some quinoa. Yeah. And they, you know, they say, oh, my, that's actually really nice great great that's so good i'm <laughs> so gonna be using that of, you know, yeah kind of things okay uh, things to do so it's very doable you just need to it's plan a bit doable. more it's okay. a little bit of planning okay um yeah, yeah i always have my fridge full of you know full of veggies good good for, yeah that's and good that, and then the pantry is always has the you know the the tins of course you know, i'm, I'm I'm not the prepared nutritionist that soaks her chickpeas. Oh, Petra, does anyone actually do that? <laughs> Look, I don't think I don't us know. do that. You know, no. I, I'm often, because life is busy. It is. It's convenience as well. So often it's last minute, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, like, oh, my God, what are we going to do for dinner today? Yeah, 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 yeah. What have we got? Yeah, so of course. I always, in my pantry, I've always got stacks of, you know, just the, the tins or the jars with the organic chickpeas, lentils, uh, different beans yes you know i've got the quinoa i've got good. the chia seeds so yeah. there's just standard pantry yep. items so you can always rely on that stuff good stuff to yes get more proteins and to get that variety mm, and something quick let's be honest yeah absolutely. absolutely now let's talk dinner yes okay so what would you know if, if we're trying transitioning and trying to get into it, what could we look at for dinner that's not too overwhelming well what would be a normal Dinner. So in our house, we would do we do we have a lot of curries and we have a lot of stir fries. So really, we just need to get rid of the meat okay. and add some tofu, or yeah. not even bother about the tofu. Yeah. Would you agree? Look, I'm look. I'm not a big fan of tofu. Mm. I, look, the the properly fermented soybean tofu, mm. like the natto, and so there's good produce out there. So look for that. At the moment, what you'll see is there's a whole industry sprouting up with all this, you know, latest plant-based vegan. So what you see is a lot of manufactured processed product with isolated soy protein. Okay. Now, the isolated soy protein, there's actually not much research that, that okay. can tell you whether that's good for your health or not. Because in a way, you know, it's sort of the protein taken out of the soy Okay. without that whole, you know, whole spectrum of beneficial factors and nutrients so my philosophy is always go for the whole food right and not the processed stuff okay even when it comes to plant-based so okay. i'm not a big fan of you know unless it's real proper proper fermented you know sure food, okay or the soybeans what i do for instance for curries mm -hmm. is um you know, just to take curry as an example i use lentils right lentils, yes you know, they're perfect and they're so in a tin they're in a tin. <laughs> them organically. So Amazing. I just make this big pot yep. and I use, you know, use the garlic, onion, sweet potatoes, yes. zucchini, yes. you know, just different veggies. And then, you know, I put in two of the tins of the lentils and I use the curry paste. Yeah. So you still use the same paste. Yes. You use like a, a the big tomato passata sauce. Yes, of course. So you get this massive pan and this 
beautiful vegetarian curry mm. that you for you know for instance for dinner you can serve it with some rice yep. you know some brown rice some quinoa some quinoa yep. but rice you know you yeah, it's got to be rice the theme yeah of course of yeah theme. so i tend to you know use the basmati rice yeah and then I can repurpose it for lunch and mix it with a green leafy salad. So I just Fabulous. use that curry base and then mix it with lots of spinach leaves mm. and it becomes a really nice mm. bowl, hearty bowl. Mm. And then you can take it even a step further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could add water and then make a soup out of it as well. Oh, of course so. you could. How good's that? I so love yeah, you that. Can think in a way that you can sort of use it in different ways. Yeah. So that's the curry. There's lots. And you know what? For curry, there's so many options because really, you look at India, vegetarian. I know. You know, there's so many, so many. So many, there. so many. Stir fries, really same thing. Mm -hmm. So such a wealth of different veggies. You know, you've got all your Chinese vegetables, uh, the different broccolis. Uh, again, sliced in a stir fry. Always use a bit of fresh ginger, a bit of yes, soy or yes. tamari, and that is where you can use, for instance, the the soy, like the, the proper fermented soy. But make sure you give it some flavour. I get it. By itself, tofu is pretty boring. Look, it is. It is actually, and, and I we actually <laughs> so did a tofu. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so if you can do, you know, do it with the ginger, with the soy, a bit of garlic. Okay. Uh, just use the different flavours. Lots of herbs, coriander, fresh coriander yep. is fantastic. That's amazing. Amazing, amazing. So, so many options. Okay, that's good. Well, I did a tofu experiment before watching the Game Changers a couple of weeks ago, and I actually cut it into small pieces and I baked it and I added it to a stir fry. Yes. And there was very, uh, very, very mixed reaction in this family. I didn't think people liked the texture of it as such, but I think, as you say, it doesn't have to be all of about tofu, no. you know. So I think we we would we would be leaving that one to the side. But yeah. the other thing we did try last week was some vegan burgers, yes. and and I don't think they had that isolated soy protein in them. But I would do double need I would need to check. And initially, everyone's going, "Oh, mum, that's ridiculous. How could they taste decent?" Well, let me tell you, they ravish those. They yes. love them. In yeah. fact, there's been requests for more. So even something as simple as that, if you've got a, a pack of kids that are a little bit set in their ways, and I do, I mean, whilst Petra and I are sitting here talking, my eldest son is making himself a hamburger for breakfast, which yeah. is crazy. So meat is a very big part of our life. But but he was okay with that vegan burger. So but you know what? And that is the whole point. Yes. It's a starting point. It is and, a starting you know, point. It's been a gradual process in our home mm. as well. And now, even though we've been doing things plant-based, there's still, you know, we still have meat products. Yeah. But it's just not every day. No, no. And it's no, and nowadays there's no more, people are not more asking, oh, where is, you know, where is the meat? Because exactly. I think that's in the early days. Yes. Because there's such, it's such a normality. Of course. You know, we're so used to doing it. Of course. It. So really, as you start introducing new foods, and it's it's actually quite exciting because you can think about food differently and you can break the habit and pattern as well. Because yes. Because we do get into patterns of similar meals. Yeah, of course, of course. So it's a great opportunity to shake it up a yeah. bit and to bring in some new things. I agree. And have the options. And I, I've, I've even done the test. Like I've made lasagna. Yes. Or spaghetti bolognese, but this was a lasagna. And then I use in the lasagna, I would use uh, either lentils or red kidney beans. Okay, yeah. Um, and sometimes I use the, the vegetarian, you know, like the the replacement, the, 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 the meat. based yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people like but that. often... Yeah, it's, as long as you have it, you know, with all the flavors. I actually had two dishes on the table, and the kids couldn't tell the difference. Wow. Okay. Like, and they said, actually, well, the vegetarian tastes 
tastes nicer. <gasps> there you go. <laughs> so blind taste using test. Using fresh herbs and spices, yeah. and you know, making flavor a big part. Of course, I think it should never be boring. No, no, it not at be all. Exciting and enjoyable, because mm. food is so much about sharing and connection as well. Oh, it so is. So it's not just purely about health. No, it's also about bringing people. Together. Of course, so of course, it's of really course. Important. Yeah. Well, that sounds wonderful. Now, Petra, what I also love is that Petra's actually put together a little bit of a meal plan for us. If So a lot of us are thinking we're having such a great time now. We're eating and drinking and doing, probably not making the right decisions, but you have a little bit of a post-Christmas cleanse plan for us. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, yes. So that's really, that's a gift for all of, oh, the, thank you. All of the listeners. To, that's wonderful. Uh, that's so great. Podcast. Thank because, you. you know, food is such a big part of the celebrations, but health is also a big part of who we are and where we want to be. So I thought, okay, what would I really appreciate? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. After all the celebrations at Christmas. So what I've done is I've put together, it's a, it's a three-day post-Christmas cleanse. Wonderful. So it's a bit of a plant-based cleanse. So really it's three days it's not about eating much it's really about just giving your body a rest good and giving yes. your body some of those nutrients in the form of some green smoothies mm-hmm. a bit of a detox mm. element in there and then just some fresh salads and just plant-based foods just clean okay. eating great for three days so you can give your body a rest and recover from oh. all of the celebrations that is wonderful because the biggest issue i think is really putting the meal plan together and working out what we do because it is such a shift from this this meat-based sort of mentality that I know I know we're very much in in our household so that is wonderful it's it's breaking a habit that is the hardest and I remember very well you know when I was doing something like this 20 years ago I remember standing in the shops and thinking oh these ingredients I don't even know what that is what are they exactly (laughs) so the mental effort in doing that is so big, so you've got to be really committed. So I thought, look, if I take the work out of it's that, wonderful. I'll just have a meal plan with the recipes, so you can just follow it. So that's, you know, that's thank my you. gift to you. Thank you. Yes. Everyone, on behalf of everyone, thank you so much. Yes. We are very grateful. We are all going to be eating and drinking and being merry, but doing so knowing that we can bring it back, we can pull it back with your three-day oh, cleanse. Absolutely. And if, and if after that three days you think, well, I want to do some more, I'm planning a few exciting things. Oh, tell me, the, tell me all about that. Years. So I'm planning an online 21-day plant-based kickstart Great. challenge. It's really to, because you need 21 days to just get into the habit of learning a new habit. It's all about breaking the habit. It's what, all yeah. about breaking the yep. habit. So you also don't want to do it on your own. So no. You want to have a bit of support and a bit of accountability. So that is something I'm planning for the new year. So Terrific. if you're interested, definitely request the, the you know the gift. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then I can share more information with you about the 21 day. Yep. Program. Terrific. And then for people who who might have issues like health issues because you know you always need to take your personal situation into consideration and your personal health situation so for some people it might actually be more appropriate to to do this together on a bit of a more personal of basis. course of so course for those people i've got my practice yes private practice yes fabulous come and visit me there yes i've also got on my website and it's called a, a state of health graph so you can do a little questionnaire and it will send you a free report and that will actually show you 
where your challenges are. Okay. So whether that is to do with your liver, with your hormones, you know, with stress levels. So all of these things might need a slightly different approach, but that's a really good way to just get an insight into your personal situation and what might be your okay. starting point. Okay. So there are all ways to sort of access, you know, the possibilities good. and to, you know, to start looking at the next year as your best year. Yes, yes. 2020. Health and wellbeing. It's all going to happen. It's in all going to happen in 2020, Petra. <laughs> all going to happen. So then, so what, we, what we're thinking is that if you are interested in taking advantage of this fabulous a three-day meal plan that Petra's put together, why don't you email me at info at thegrownupgirlsreport.com.au and I will pass your details on to Petra. Um, but then Petra, if people just want to contact you directly, they want a one-on-one consultation, they want to really get their health sorted out, yes. how can they find you? Well, the easiest way is to go to my website, mm-hmm. www petrahoyenga.com and I'll just spell that for you. Thank you so much Petra. <laughs> it's P-E-T-R-A H-O-O-Y-E-N-G-A Okay, very good, that's easy. And over there there's all my contact details. Terrific. Uh, you know, you can even request just a, a 10 minute conversation with me if, if you've got you know, if you've got some concerns and you just want to have a chat with mm. me before booking in for mm. a consultation. It's a great idea actually. Look, what a great I, idea that is. Uh, look, I, I love doing that oh. because, you know what, you don't always know if you're the best person to meet no. someone's needs. Yeah. And I've had people call me and I thought, well, I'm not the right person, but I know who would be yes. the right person. Yes, yes. And in other cases, they are the right person. So for me, my focus is always how am I going to be able to help people to Wonderful. the best of my ability so they actually get the tangible health results. Because in the end, that's what matters. That's what because matters. Because our health allows us to do the things we want to do in life. Absolutely. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Well, that is wonderful, Petra. That is wonderful. Now, Petra, before we wrap up and get on with our crazy busy lives, I hope you wouldn't mind just tasting my recipe of the week. Absolutely. Thank you. I can't wait. So this is a quinoa salad. So let me actually just rewind a little bit. So all of the other recipes of the week have been uh, very heavy and high in sugar and chocolate or cocoa powder. And when I did actually discuss with Petra how I'd be doing a recipe of the week and perhaps we could do a sweet treat, she said, Alex, I think we need to do a salad. So I did some research and I have found this salad, which I actually think tastes quite delicious. And I think it would get your tick of approval. Oh, absolutely. Being the nutritional health practitioner that you are, because it has quinoa, it has capsicum, it has parsley, it has chickpeas, it has olive oil and red wine vinegar. I will share the recipe with you. And it actually tastes really good. Let me have a taste. Petra's going to have a little taste. And I'm going to have another taste too because I'm starving. Starving, starving. Oh, yum. Mm. Very nice. It's got a bit of a tabbouleh sort of flavour, don't you think? A Middle Eastern well, tabbouleh flavour with the, the, the parsley and the, the lemon? parsley and the lemon. Mm. You know, and I think that's the secret to good salads. Mm. It's what you the dressing and yes. the herbs that you use yes and uh, that always makes a difference it does doesn't it can make or break absolutely mm. completely oh it's mm. delicious oh good 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 well those those details will be on the uh, website and um you know, it could be another one to add to your plant-based food arsenal. So uh, thank you very much. And Petra, thank you so much for coming in today and talking to us. It's so great to have an expert in this field, share your tips and uh, help us coach us. I think coaching is is really something you would do so beautifully, coach us into this new way of thinking because those statistics 
were terrifying to me. About, you know, 75% of people who actually have a diet high in animal protein are going to have an increased chance of premature death. I mean, therein, therein lies a good reason, guys, to think about this for 2020. 50% of Australians are living with a chronic disease. It's terrifying. I mean, it is yeah. terrifying. Yeah. And so, it can be avoided. That's the thing. And many of these, yes, mm. they are due to poor lifestyle mm. and mm. poor diet. Mm. So yes, there's so much that can be done. And that's what I'm really excited about is that, you know, with something like the Game Changer, it, it just opens people's eyes and it helps them to look in a new direction uh, and to focus on health and to have that power yourself to be able to do the things at home in your own kitchen wonderful. with your own choice yeah that's the best part absolutely bit. absolutely that's wonderful petra thank you so much again i think this could really be a game changer absolutely <laughs> okay you take care <laughs> thanks again thanks alex see you later thank you so much for listening to the episode today i hope you got a lot out of it now, the lovely Petra, as mentioned towards the end of the uh, episode, has actually got an offer for listeners of the Grown Up Girls Report. So if you pop over to Petra's website and enter the following code, you will actually get a free three-day plant-based eating plan, which is a great way of kicking it off. Now, now Petra did also mention that she's got other plans available, 21 days. So if you really think this is for you, have a check that out too because this could be the start of something i know that when i get through australia day which is the end of the uh, official party season here in australia i am going to start my plant-based diet but i'm also realistic enough to know that now is not quite the right time so i'll give myself a few more weeks and then i'm going to kick it off so the code you need first of all petra's website is www. I'm going to spell it Petra Hoyunga, P-E-T-R-A-H-O-Y-E-N-G-A.com. And I will have all of this in the show notes. So if you don't have a pen, do not worry. Pop onto my website and the details will be there. And you need to enter the following code, which is V2MW7E48. Again, don't worry if you don't have a pen. I will have all of that in the show notes and I'll pop that on um, all of the social media uh, posts as well around this episode. So thank you so much again for listening. And as always, if you have a moment to give us a review on your favorite via your favorite podcast app, we'd be very grateful. And we are on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter sometimes. So um, feel free to check us out there too. Take care. Have a great day. 